You look like shit, she called out. Dan looked down at himself and realized he was still holding the empty tequila bottle. His hands trembled. He looked back to bed but remained silent. He could feel his body swaying slightly. His mouth was dry, and the entire neighborhood spun when he closed his eyes. Starting early, I see, Bev said. Dan looked down at the empty tequila bottle again. His head was spinning. He started walking toward his house again. He made it almost to the edge of the street when he couldn't fight the nausea any longer and emptied the entire contents of his stomach in the street. When he had finished throwing up, he wiped his chin with the back of his hand and looked back at Bev. Her nose was crinkled up as though she had just smelled something awful. She said nothing. Bev watched as Dan staggered up his walkway. He paused for a moment when he noticed his missing flip-flop lying in his driveway. He then proceeded to his front screen door and went in. He looked down at the welcome mat that read, The Coasts. The Coasts, he whispered, as he went through the front door. Once inside, Dan locked the door behind him and tossed the empty bottle on his chair. It hit with a bounce and ended up on the floor. He looked toward Buddy's bed. As usual, it was empty. His eyes went to the picture of Alex that sat on the table next to Buddy's bed. He stared for a while, shook his head, and then slowly made his way to the bathroom. Dan stood at his bathroom sink staring into the mirror. He could hear Christmas carols coming from Bev's house. Perry Como was singing, I'll be home for Christmas. What a smooth voice. The perfect voice for Christmas. In another life, Dan had always thought he should be called Mary Como. In another life. No one's coming home for Christmas, Dan said to himself. He opened his medicine chest and looked through its contents. There was the usual. Toothbrush, toothpaste, a comb, shaving cream, Q-tips. Sitting next to a stick of Old Spice deodorant was a prescription bottle. Dan picked it up and read the label. Percocet. Take one pill every four hours as needed. Dan fumbled with a not-quite-drunkard-proof lid, removed it, and dropped it into the sink. He poured the entire contents of the bottle into the palm of his hand. He counted the pills. About thirty. He closed his hand and carried the pills with him to the dining room, where he grabbed a bottle of rum off the bar, took it with him to his recliner, and sat down. He placed the rum bottle between his legs and twisted off the top. He sat for a while staring into the blank screen of the television, and then opened his hand and took the pills. He washed them down with a big gulp of the rum, and then placed the bottle back between his legs. He looked to his wrist for the watch that wasn't there, grinned, and then looked to the picture of Alex. He picked up the remote control off the end of the table and turned on the TV. He flipped through the channels till he came to an old episode of Magnum P.I. and set the remote back on the table. Reaching down, he pulled the lever to recline his chair, put his head back, and got comfortable. He took another big swig of his rum as he sat listening to Magnum and Higgins go on and on about damage that had been done to Master Robin's Ferrari. He closed his eyes and thought of his sweet Alex. With any luck, he would see her again soon. Dan heard the squeak of his screen door as it opened behind him and rolled his eyes. God damn it, what lousy timing. Then he heard a gabble of voices coming from his front porch. What the Christ? He leaned forward and put the footrest down and got out of his chair. Through the window he saw his visitors. Dan gulped. Holy jumping Jesus! He whispered in a panic and ran hunched over out of sight for the bathroom. He dropped to his knees in front of the toilet. There was a knock at the door. He shoved his finger down his throat. Another knock. Dan gagged and choked on his finger. Hello? 
a woman called out. Dan puked up the rum and the handful of pills. He quickly got to his feet and turned on the cold water. Cupping his hands, he filled them with the cool water and splashed it on his face. He did it once more and then rinsed out his mouth and spit into the sink. The shock of the cold water to his face and the even greater shock of seeing just who was at the front door seemed to instantly sober Dan up. Dan took one more look in the mirror and then headed for the front door to greet his guests. He unlocked the door and pulled it open. Merry Christmas, Danny, sang his mother. She was grinning from ear to ear. His father let out a loud, Ho, 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 as he pushed past his wife to be the first one to give Dan a hug.